0: Let us pray. Teach them to observe all things whatsoever I have commanded you. And lo, I am with you always, even unto the end of the world. Amen. Matthew twenty-eight twenty. Dear Jesus, when you left the disciples, you promised one of the greatest comforters that will ever be, and that is your Holy Spirit. In the same way the disciples waited in expectation for your Holy Spirit, I too will wait in expectation each and every morning for your Spirit to rest on my mind and heart. With the empowerment of the Holy Spirit, I know that whatever I put my hands to will go from natural to supernatural. No matter what I do, I will not move until I feel your supernatural hand upon me. I will not speak unless my words are empowered by your Holy Spirit. Thank you, Jesus, that you haven't left me by myself. Thank you that even when you ascended to heaven, you cared enough about our lives to give us the one who puts power behind your word, the Holy Spirit. As I grow in my faith, Holy Spirit, teach me and lead me into all truth. In Jesus name. Amen. Listening to these daily prayers strengthens your relationship with God. Continue hearing from the Lord by listening to Today's Bible in a Year. Brought to you by
1: BibleinAYear.com. I am with you. In our last story, we learned about Jesus restoring the faith of Thomas and the failures of Peter. In this story, the ministry of Jesus on earth draws to a close, and room is made for the work and ministry of the Holy Spirit through the apostles. Jesus ascends into the heights of heaven, leaving the disciples eagerly awaiting a move of God's Spirit. Inspired by the Gospels,
2: Hello, this is Jack Graham with today's episode of The Bible in a Year. Thank you so much for joining us. In our previous episode, we heard how Jesus appeared to both Thomas and Peter and gave them exactly what they needed to experience a renewal of their faith. Neither Thomas' doubts nor Peter's failures were too great for the risen Christ to overcome. And as a result, both of these men went on to do great things for the kingdom of God and to advance the gospel of Jesus Christ. Today we'll hear as Jesus prepares the disciples for His return to heaven and the great mission He was giving them to go into all the world and proclaim the good news. He would not leave them alone, however, because He promised to send them the Holy Spirit, the Helper who would be with them always. So let's listen now to today's reading.
1: Jesus sat with His disciples once again at the Mount of Olives, The sun was descending gently over the city of Jerusalem. The men gazed at the temple below with the breeze dancing around them. The eleven remaining disciples sat beside Jesus, listening to him speak on the kingdom of God. For forty days they had been next to him, soaking in every word he spoke. Jesus had also revealed himself to over five hundred others, and they all followed as well. There they all sat, listening to their Lord and watching the sunset. Lord, Is it time for you to restore the kingdom of Israel? They asked. Jesus gave his familiar smile, still peering into the distance towards the temple. The grass danced around him. It is not for you to know the time or season, Jesus answered. That is for God alone to know, and for me to obey. The eleven were disappointed at his answer. Jesus, knowing the fear that was in their hearts, reassured them. Trust in me. You will receive power when the Holy Spirit has come upon you. Jesus rose to his feet and turned towards the sun. The wind picked up, causing his robes to flow like dove's wings. All authority that has been given to me, I give to you. Go, therefore, and make disciples of all nations. Go and baptize them in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Teach them what I have taught you, and obey what I have commanded. The disciples stood to their feet. They watched as Jesus began to walk away from them. Jesus sensed their fear. He turned to them and said, Behold, I am always with you. Even to the end of the age, I am with you. And as Jesus said these things, he was enveloped by a bright cloud. It rolled gracefully around him, covering him from head to toe. And like a vapor, Jesus ascended into the heavens. The eleven disciples and five hundred witnesses looked up to the skies in wonder. The sun had turned the skies a deep orange, and the clouds that Jesus ascended upon dissolved into the horizon. They were on their knees in complete awe of what had happened. The followers of Jesus had their gaze so fixed on the skies that they did not see the two men standing in white robes beside them. Friends, why do you look to heaven? He will come again. But you are to go. With that command, the followers of Jesus descended down the mountain towards Jerusalem. They had a mission to fulfill. They had a spirit to meet. The eleven returned to Jerusalem. Peter, John, James, Andrew, Philip, Thomas, Bartholomew, Matthew, James, the son of Alphaeus, Judas, the son of James, and Simon. They sat in the upper room praying about their next steps. They devoted themselves to prayer, seeking the knowledge and guidance of Christ. Mary, the mother of Jesus, was there as well, along with Jesus' brother. Peter stood up from among the group. He was nervous. Jesus, in many ways, had been groomed to lead the disciples as they pursued the Holy Spirit. There were over 120 people in the room with them. All of them were wide-eyed and hopeful for the future, but afraid. He encouraged them with the word of God, He spoke from the heart and declared the need for a new disciple among the twelve. They chose a man named Matthias. Together, they sought God. They had no plan. They had no strategy. They simply waited in that upper room for a move of God's Holy Spirit.
2: Today's scripture begins on top of the Mount of Olives, which is in Jerusalem. This was the place where Jesus had preached and taught, where he had prayed the night he was arrested, and now it would become an even more strategic spot as Jesus prepared to return to the Father. For 40 days after his resurrection, Jesus had gone about showing himself to people, witnesses who would attest to his resurrection, and spread the word so that all could believe. He was there with the disciples, teaching and maturing them in the faith. They wanted to know if he was now ready to restore Israel's kingdom. To them, Jesus was still a Messiah, a Jewish Savior, and they expected that God would restore the glory to his chosen people. Jesus replied that God's timing was not their timing. God had a much greater plan, a greater purpose, and a wonderful promise. Christ's earthly work was finished, but these men still had a great mission, one that could not be accomplished alone. So he assured them that they would receive the Holy Spirit, the power and the presence of Christ in them. The message of hope and salvation in Jesus wasn't meant to stay in just a small corner of the world or to be only for the Jewish people. The gospel is for all the world. This wasn't a new plan or a new strategy. It was God's plan all along. We know it as the Great Commission, is found in Matthew 28:19 to 20 and these are among the most important verses in the Bible. Go therefore and make disciples of all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit, teaching them to observe all that I have commanded you. And behold, I am with you always to the end of the age. After delivering to the disciples their and our marching orders, These men watched dumbfounded as Jesus ascended into the sky, high above the clouds, until they could see him no more. This is the ascension of Jesus, one of the most important events in all of the Bible. The disciples and other witnesses stood amazed, looking up into the heavens. They couldn't possibly understand it all, but they knew that Jesus was Lord and that he had given them a mission and a promise. As they stood there, two men appeared beside them. They asked the disciples why they were looking into the sky. Jesus would return, they assured them. But it was not time to wait. It was time to go. These are important words for us today as followers of Jesus. We live in anticipation and assurance that one day Jesus is coming again. This time not as a baby in a manger in a small, unremarkable town, but as King of kings and Lord of lords coming in the clouds to reign forever. It is such a great hope for every Christian. In fact, the Bible calls it the blessed hope. But just as the disciples had a mission, we have a mission too, and that is to carry out the Great Commission and to tell the world who Jesus is and what He can do to change every life who will come to Him. We are to go into all the world and proclaim the gospel. The disciples returned to Jerusalem knowing only that they had a mission and a promise. Soon they would receive the Holy Spirit, the same Spirit of God who was at creation, the one who surrounded and led Israelites in the deserts, and the one who spoke to Elijah in the desert in a still, small voice. God's Holy Spirit would be given to them, just as Jesus promised. He would be with them always. And it is so important to remember that God has given His Spirit to all who trust in Him, every believer. So they waited just as Jesus had commanded them to wait. And what would come next would spark a new movement that would spread like fire, changing the world forever. And we'll hear about that in our next episode. Dear God, we thank you for the truth that Jesus is Lord, that he lived, died, rose again, and ascended on high. We also thank you for the mission that you've given us. And the commission to work with your church and your people to take the gospel to the world. We're so grateful for the promise of your soon return. And until then, may we be busy about the work of your kingdom as we look forward to seeing you face to face. In Jesus' name, amen. I'm really glad that you listened to today's Bible in a Year podcast. I'm Jack Graham, pastor in Dallas, Texas. You can download the Pray.com app and make Bible study and prayer the priority of your life. If you enjoyed this podcast, please let others know about it. So many are joining us. In fact, millions of people have downloaded the Bible in a year. Thank you for sharing the good news of Jesus Christ. Let me also invite you to join my wife, Deb, and I on two great trips in 2024. One is a trip to Israel. The Holy Land. And you will see places like the Mount of Olives and the Garden of Gethsemane. You will be in Jerusalem and at the Sea of Galilee where the ministry of Jesus took place. We would love to have you go with us. You will never read the Bible the same. Walking in the Holy Land is truly the trip of a lifetime. We go April 1st through 10th, 2024. And then there's a trip to Alaska, a Bible study cruise to Alaska. What an adventure! We would love to have you July 6th through the 13th. We'll see the wonders of God's creations. We will look into the word of God and experience personal and spiritual renewal, and you and your friends are invited. So once again, that's Israel, April 1 through 10th, 2024, and the Alaska Adventure, July 6th through 13th. Just go to jackgraham.org or prestonwood.org for all the information. God bless you.
0: This episode is sponsored by MediShare, an innovative healthcare solution for Christians to save money without sacrificing quality. Welcome to the Pre-News Podcast, where hope is our only bias. Each day, we will unpack the most prominent stories happening in the news and offer a Christian perspective. We won't shy away from the hard topics, and we won't dilute the hopeful message of Christ. This is more than a daily brief on the news. It's a way to be informed informed and transformed. Listen to Prey News on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.